Hey buddy, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 112-101 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. Riker, Game 6, this was a huge one for the Raptors, you know, to, to really seal the deal, not have to worry about a closeout game in Toronto, but the, the Sixers came out and punched them in the throat. <laughs> oh, I did not expect to start that way. Um, uh, yes. Let's just jump into it. The comment of the day, eh? Goes to me, Riker. Uh, I called last game that this was going to be very difficult based on the crowd, Mm -hmm. based on how 76ers will respond. Above all, winning a 36-point game will be difficult to expect what to do with the lineups because obviously you're not going to feel the need to adjust very much, but obviously the 76ers had a completely different game plan. With all that being said, a lot went wrong for the Toronto Raptors tonight. We'll get into a lot of the reasons that they were very sluggish and that they were never really able to come back from the deficit that they got pretty early on in the game. I have some opinions, some different thoughts moving forward now into Game 7, the make it or break it for whether or not Kawhi Leonard will remain a Toronto Raptor, and obviously whether or not they'll be able to continue on along this playoff stretch, but bigger than that, whether or not Kawhi Leonard will remain a Toronto Raptor. So I'll let you start off um, wherever you kind of see fit. Well, you brought up some adjustments, right? The Raptors, it'd be tough to make an adjustment after two wins and all that. But the Raptors did make an adjustment. We adjusted back to what we did in the Game 2 and Game 3 loss. For some reason, we gave the bench, you know, we gave Norman Powell, uh, we gave Serge a bunch of minutes, we gave Fred Van Vliet a bunch of minutes, which didn't make sense. You know, they, they had they had some run of key stretches during this game. We took Kawhi Leonard out for a stretch of this one, and we went, the other team, the Philadelphia 76ers, went on a 10-0 run. We bring Kawhi back in, and he slashes the lead back down to five right we can't Riker what is Nick Nurse doing I know Fred Van Vliet didn't play horrid last game but by no means did he play any good right why are we playing him so many minutes he can't defend anyone on the Sixers really they're they're just a huge lineup he gets bullied down low he just get people shoot over Fred Van Vliet it's super unfortunate he's not knocking down his shots you know I'm a huge Fred Van Vliet fan you know, by people that listen to the podcast, they know I'm a huge Fred guy, but this isn't the series for him. This is not the series for Fred Van Vliet. If we're going to play people off the bench, I think you got to go with Patrick McCaw over these guys. Norman Powell, he, he he played well down in the garbage minutes, and, you know, that, that that's fine. But it, I, we have to go back to our kind of just reducing the role of these players because the only people really producing on offense, especially tonight, are Kawhi Siakam and Kyle Lowry wasn't bad for stretches, but right... I'm I'm a bit shook after this one. Yeah, well, Ben, I don't think Fred Van Vliet was that much of an issue tonight. I think definitely the rotations were a little bit bad. They could have been a lot better. Also, let me know if we mm-hmm. cut out. I feel like you, I missed you for like 10 seconds there, but you came back in just mm-hmm. in time that I responded. But I, I, th- I can see five identifiable reasons for for a lot of what was wrong with tonight's game. The fifth reason being not that bad of a reason, but... One, the biggest one, was rebounding. The Raptors are not an offensive rebounding team. They never have been. That's not their M.O. But letting Mm. Ben Simmons, he was getting overhyped on a lot of his baskets. But I would say that seven out of his nine buckets, or I think he made nine shots. Maybe maybe he made less than that tonight. How many did he make? Nine. He made nine. I think seven out of his nine were putbacks. Okay? That's That's just people not boxing him out. Okay? 
Second thing is, mm. Kawhi Leonard was a minus 10. So we're saying, like, when he was out, you know, that was bad. But when he was in, it wasn't significantly better this game either. And another reason for that, mm. so boxing out was one. And then two, not making open shots. They missed an incredible amount of threes, especially tonight. That was dreadful to watch because they had, it's not that they weren't given opportunities. They just got their butts whooped this game, right? Yeah. We don't, neither of us like to blame it on the refs, okay? And that's mm. not what I'm going to say. I don't think the refs lost the game tonight for the Raptors, but they certainly played a part. Whenever the Raptors seemed to go on a run, there was a lot of horrid calls for the Toronto Raptors. And neither of us, like I said, are guys that like to bag on the refs or, or say yep. that much bad. But tonight was obvious. And even Doris Burke, because again, I was watching the ESPN stream, even Doris Burke said, this is ridiculous. Like, this is some yep. bad play calling. Fourth thing, Marcus All he, he he didn't look to shoot tonight. He he yeah. had eight shots, but he had passes in the post that he immediately didn't even look once at the rim, and then turns and mm-hmm. looks to pass, and then maybe as a second thought, then he comes back and and is aggressive. And then the fifth and final thing is Kawhi Leonard. I think he needs to play a bit better. I, I don't think it was on his game tonight as much as he could be. But again, that's I mean that's sort of the least of the five things. But I, I think he needs to play better as well. Yeah, certainly. You brought up a lot of points there. The refereeing, I know that's something a lot of people are going to go at. Yes, there was a lot of bad calls in this game, but that's what happens when you play lethargic. When your defense is just not there, when you're the team that's not showing aggression, right? And then when you do go on spurts, when you go on bursts, the team, the refs are just, you know, they fall into a groove in how they, you know, fall into how they ref the game. You know, every game's ref differently. If both teams are more aggressive, they'll, they'll call less fouls, and then vice versa. If teams are playing soft, they'll call more of those touchy ones. And the Raptors just weren't into it they weren't going full force at the Sixers for a lot of this game then when they did make their runs you know the refs are accustomed to calling a softer game then they'll, they'll you know they'll call a whistle on a Marc Gasol push or something that they might not necessarily call otherwise so I think that's a big issue with the Raptors they need to come out with more energy more defensive grit the whole way through and you know not try and go in spurts and you you brought up the you know Marc Gasol himself right Marc Gasol has to be better, and he has to be more aggressive. Tonight, he really didn't even have it on the defensive end. Joel Embiid had 17 points, right? He didn't necessarily have the biggest scoring night in terms of a regular Joel Embiid, a healthy Joel Embiid standard, but he had 12 rebounds, and he was just a force down low, and Joel Embiid was a plus 40 for the game. A plus 40 in the plus-minus stat. That's absolutely ridiculous, and a lot of that has to do with Marc Gasol just not playing the defensive, you know, Stand playing to the standard he's usually at, and you brought up the point he's not looking for his shots. He he had eight shots, but I think all of his makes came at the in garbage time, right? He he only looked for his shots during down the stretch, and he has to make his open threes. He shot forty five percent from the free three point line for the Toronto Raptors in the regular season, and you know I, he he's so streaky in these playoffs, right? He missed that corner three, and I believe it was game two. I want to say game three. I'm not 100% sure. There was a point in this one where the Toronto Raptors are making a run. He was given the ball at the top of the key. He was given the ball at the top of the three-point line. Completely open. No one near him. If he knocked it down, the Raptors were down by like 10 to 15 the whole game. It would have cut it to six. He, he bricks a completely open one, and the Sixers come down and get an M1. That's a six-point swing right there. Riker, Marcus Hall has to be there, and Kawhi Leonard, to, to your point, in games like this, I know he was phenomenal and all that, but you want him to make timely shots, timely buckets to, to really swing the momentum, get everyone going, and unfortunately he wasn't able to do that tonight, but we can't throw Kawhi under the bus because he's been doing it for us the whole playoffs. No, no, absolutely. I think, mm-hmm. you know, to bring it to a positive, 
the next game, Game 7. It's in Toronto. I think the fans play a big part in the confidence, especially for Jimmy Butler ending the first half. He was really yep. riding the wave of momentum and sort of the enthusiasm that the 76ers fans were instilling in him. Joel Embiid, he got inspired in the late third and early fourth with really mm-hmm. engaging with the fans as well. Ben Simmons was getting fired up. But I think a positive for the Raptors, and this is not really a tangible positive, I mean, they could go out and again play really bad hopefully not but I mean Kawhi Leonard his matchup is Ben Simmons and like I said seven of Ben Simmons field goals were off a defensive rebound or a lob that's boxing Mm -hmm. out and positioning that shouldn't happen again that when they go back and look at the box uh or not the box score the when they review the film highlights yeah it it should be blaringly obvious at how poor the the box outs were this entire game long Mm -hmm. the rest of the guys didn't even play that well J.J. Redick, he took a lot of shots. Tobias yep. Harris, he missed a lot of shots took as well. Took a lot of shots. You know, <laughs> Mike Scott, he seemed like he had timely threes, but didn't make that many mm. points. Really, Jimmy Butler was the, the main guy that, that brought them on the run to bring them up in the first half. And then nobody else played. They just sort of maintained that lead. And like I said, a lot of it was they would come back and then they would sort of take their foot off the gas or a couple of bad calls, and they were never able to come back into it. I think at least in Toronto, they're not going to feel those low of lows unless they get out to a really awful start. But they shouldn't feel those lows of lows. And the defense, if it settles in, they're not going to allow 112 points again. Certainly. And before we swing into the segments, I don't even know if we have a lot going for the segments tonight. But uh, there's there's a few other players I want to talk about. You know, Pascal Siakam, he had a solid game tonight, 21 points, you know, 6 rebounds, 8 of 16 from the field. I would have liked to see Pascal be more aggressive. In the first quarter, he, he came out ready to go, attacking the rim. And when the Sixers made their first opening blow, Pascal Siakam single-handedly combated that. You know, brought the Raptors their first lead of the game. And then, unfortunately, it got out of hand after the Raptors' first quarter run. But uh, I... When the Raptors are, you know, they're, they're struggling, we, we usually rely on Kawhi Leonard to get us a few buckets. The Sixers have adjusted, and they know that when Kawhi is looking to get some buckets, they, they load the defensive focus onto him, and Pascal Siakam has to be able to offload that from Kawhi throughout the whole stretch of games. When people are locking in on this man, Pascal Siakam has to be a second option and get more timely buckets. Get some buckets that, that offset a Philadelphia 76ers run. Otherwise, I think he played solid, but the two most disappointing Disappointing players for me, Riker, were Danny Green and Serge Ibaka tonight. They they both had very strong Game 5s in Toronto, but you know tonight Danny Green, 8 points, 2 of 8 from the 3-point line, didn't hit any of those timely, timely shots, and Serge Ibaka, still waiting to hit a 3 in the series, just really didn't have, had a lot of open looks underneath the rim. He had 6 personal fouls. It was, it was an unfortunate game for two of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to dwell on this negativity any longer. Let's get this podcast over with. We'll swing into the segments. Like you said, there might not be a lot to talk about here, but if you got anything, go for it. Tonight, uh, the the Kawhi doing like that play of the day. uh, It's got to go to the block. It's got to go to the block on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, You you take it away, Riker. You know, Joel, let's just say this, Joel Embiid got his revenge. Yeah. It wasn't the worst block in the world. He obviously lost his handle on the way up, and then he still recovered the ball and ended up getting two free throws. But like I said, let's not dwell on this. We can also give it to the OGs, or we can even give the OGs. that was my OGs. We can even give the OGs, you know, to us having to give that play the quiet doom (laughs) like that. Um Just a lot of a lot of negativity in this game. I, I couldn't watch the the full fourth quarter. I had to tune out at the towards the end. Um, 
to be fair mm-hmm. to Philadelphia, they, they you know trust the process. They did pretty good tonight. They're, they're youngins. They played. Uh, they stepped up. They had disappeared the last two games. I think it should be a good game seven. It's going to be absolutely terrifying for you and I, Ben. And I don't know if I'll be able to watch it. Quite frankly, my heart. I get so stressed out. I get too into it, and I, I don't know. I think I might explode if I watch game seven. I can't wait three days. I can't wait these three days just to you know wait to see what happens. This is. You know, this is, I know there's a lot of, every game matters, and when the Raptors are struggling, they all become the biggest games, but, you know, this is do or die, this is, I know there's going to be a lot of highlights and game film from the Vince Carter series when they played against AI back in 2001, I believe, you know, this is, this is a series like that, the magnitude of that, we have Kawhi Leonard, a true superstar on this roster, you know, the, you don't know what's happening with the former champions, they just lost Kevin Durant, hopefully he's okay, but, you know, the the league is wide open, this is the Raptors chance to run through it, and they need to get past the they need to win Game 7. Ben, you're certainly right. I I don't even want to speculate. I just want whatever happens right. to happen and strap in We have in three days ride. to speculate. We have three days to speculate and guarantee you we will be speculating. But tonight I don't think is the night for that. Let's yeah. just bask in a bit of a disappointing game and hope that they can use the few days break, go back to Toronto as quick as possible, and then get shots up on their familiar rims. Yep, certainly. You know, you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Check us out on Instagram. Rikers got a new show. I might be popping on it occasionally, but Rikers, Rikers spearheading this Instagram live. I believe it's 5 o'clock every weekday, Riker? Every weekday, 5.05 or whenever I get to the bus stop. I'll just do a quick 5-10 minutes of just talking about hot takes and uh, seeing if people have stuff to chime in as well. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram to check that out. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be a wild couple couple days for Toronto Raptors fans. So, you know, get your sleep, be ready, cheering loud for Sunday. That's it. Cheers.